Hi, friends. Welcome to the Brave Enough Podcast. Grab some coffee, sit back, or enjoy your drive, and let's get authentic, real, and into the good stuff. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today, where we're going to talk about life and work and all the messy stuff in between. So get ready. In episode 11, Sasha reveals her well-being secret weapon and how she changed her life five years ago. Now here's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut. Hello, ladies. I'm really excited to be coming to you today and talking to you about my secret weapon. So I am a big believer in women putting themselves at the top of their priority list and really putting your wellness. And the reason for that is not because I think that we as women should be selfish or we should always put ourselves first, but it's because actually it allows you to enjoy life and even to enjoy life that is work. So there's several parts of our life that are work. And it's not that we should always have this status that's, you know, happy and easy. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is when you actually start prioritizing your own health and your own mental health, then you can enjoy the parts of your life that maybe are difficult or maybe that you don't always enjoy. Like, you know, there's parts of parenting that isn't that aren't always wonderful. <laughs> There's parts of running a home that isn't always wonderful. There are parts of your job that isn't, you know, doesn't set your soul on fire. But what I found is that when I'm mentally in a good place, I can handle all of those things. I can typically, you know, handle all of the crud if I honestly know how to just take those steps forward to putting myself and my well-being and my health first. And so what I'm going to talk to you today about is your well-being and your hour of power. And I lead a small group of women twice a year through a masterclass that I teach. And this is a concept that I teach in that class. And I can tell you that 90% of the students that go through my 12-week course come out on the other end craving time alone with themselves and this hour of power. So today's episode is really going to be on the hour of power. And I'm going to define that for you. And what is it? We're going to talk about why you need it and how are you going to get it? Okay. Because if it was just easy, like me saying, Oh, just add an hour a day for yourself, then everyone would already be doing it. And you wouldn't feel as frazzled as you may feel right now. So for many years, I felt like I never had time for myself. I never had time to actually think about my goals. I didn't have time to think about my priorities because I was just running on the treadmill of life. And more than anything, time alone with yourself allows you to sit and reflect and go, okay, I'm doing all these things, but they're not really matching what I want to be doing. Why is that? Why? Well, maybe it's because I'm having a difficulty um, saying no to some people. Maybe it's because I don't actually have the skills to have critical or crucial conversations. Maybe it's because those are the, these are the things that I have been doing for the last several years and they excite me, but now I want to do other things, other goals, other objectives, because life is dynamic and we should have that power to change. So I would argue that time alone with yourself, nearly Every day. If you can do it every day, that's awesome. But I would say, even if you can four to five days a week have 30 minutes to yourself, stretch it out eventually to an hour, that is huge. And I think that in our lives, we have a hard time unplugging. We have a hard time even getting away from other people because of social media and our phones. So when I'm talking about this hour of power, I'm talking about time clearly that you spend alone, unplugging with a journal, with a book. 
uh, writing out something, writing out your thoughts, writing out your feelings. I find that this is so important. It can be meditating on scripture. It can be praying if you're a prayerful, spiritual person. It can be, you know, writing things like your goals or um, some moment that a memory that you experienced that week. But I find it so important to just spend that time alone with yourself. So when I went through a period of burnout about four or five years ago, I decided I was going to give myself 30 minutes a day. Now, sometimes in those 30 minutes, I exercised. Sometimes I meditated. Sometimes I sat at the kitchen table and just wrote in a journal. And sometimes I would only write a sentence or two. I would, you know, just brainstorm about different things. But I can tell you that honestly, my priorities didn't shift until I started spending time by myself. So I want you to ask yourself if you're listening right now and and you're like, okay, why is she telling me that I need to spend time by myself? I wanted you to ask yourself when the last time was that you actually sat by yourself with a piece of paper and a pencil and thought about your current status. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's your uh, career goals. Maybe it's a personal goal. Maybe it's your health and well being, your own level of fitness, your nutrition. Maybe it's just the state of your house, but a goal that you have for yourself. When was the last time you actually sat down with a piece of paper and a pen and wrote about that? So, for several years, I do this every year. I always write down my goals for the year in the end of January, beginning of, of the new year when I'm on vacation. I try to take a, one or two days and I just take those days and I kind of reset. I, I, I look at, and do a personal inventory. And it's really interesting because I had this idea a couple years ago that instead of starting all of these things, I'm making this list of all the things I need to start. What are the things I want to finish this year? And I flipped my mindset. And when I did that, I recognized that in order to finish things, because everybody, you know, there's a lot of people out there that will sign up to start a project, but not a lot of people are finishers. And I'm a finisher. I want to be a finisher. I want to be the woman that people said, you know, she ran the race and she finished the race. And so I think it's really funny how we expect that if we get all of these chores done or we get all of our work done or we get, you know, all the things that it takes to run our house and our homes and our, and our work areas done, then we'll, whatever's left over, we're going to give to ourselves. We're going to spend time with our own personal goals and our own personal development. That's when we'll read the book that we've always wanted to read. That's when we'll write down our goals and objectives. That's when we'll think about, you know, our growth mindset. That's when we'll think about a leadership thing that we want to do or take or learn, or that's when we'll, you know, learn this new, um, hobby, but it's interesting because we really should be doing those things first. That's what we should actually be prioritizing is our own mental health. And I think that when you spend time with yourself and you are well, it's a gift. If you are avoiding spending time with yourself, something is probably going on, or you're so overwhelmed that you don't even know where to start. And that's okay. Just start today. So I want to challenge you to find in the coming week, you know, three 30 minute pockets of time where you can sit by yourself, unplug, no social media, no kids, no spouse, no friends, no Netflix, no checking email. Just sit in silence with yourself. It is so powerful. It is powerful because it actually allows you to kind of clean up your mind and think about 
your priorities. Are you feeling pretty good about how your work-life balance is? Are you feeling pretty down about it? Are you feeling good about your health and well-being, or are you discouraged about it? And so all of these things can be done in that hour of power. So why do women need time alone? I would say that we need time alone because we specifically women are givers. We are givers, we are team makers, we are the collaborators, we are the peacemakers, and we're just caregivers. That's who we are as women. Now, not all women express those traits the same, and not all women have those traits, but most women do. Most women are caregivers, and it it doesn't mean that you even have to have children to be a caregiver. That's not what I'm saying, but we take care of our friends. We take care of our parents. We take care of our siblings. We take care of people that we work with. We take care of our pets, our children, our spouses, and at the end of the day, it's really important that we spend some time with ourselves so that we can say, wow, wow, when was the last time I took care of myself? It's just it's just how we are made and how we are driven. And I often tell people, you know, your greatest strength is also probably tied to your greatest weakness. I know it is for me. And I'm a caregiver. I love taking care of other people. I love making other people happy. I love making this person, you know, excited about this or helping this person reach this goal. But it's a struggle for me to take care of myself. I have to really work hard to prioritize my own health and well-being. So I would say women more then, you know, men need to have time alone. Now I'm not saying that men don't need to have time alone. Um, everybody needs to have time by themselves, but especially as women, when we're in that caregiver, caregiver phase where we always are taking care of others, we have to look internally at our own life and our own health and well being. And mentally it just starts with the mindset, right? So the first thing you have to do is you have to look at what you're going to remove. So what do you mean by that? Well, I bet if you, if I asked you, as I did earlier, to find three 30-minute pockets of time this week, that's your challenge. That's your hour of power challenge this week. I bet that it's going to take at least five minutes for you to sit down and figure out when that could be. And what you're probably going to do is remove sleep. <laughs> so I don't want you to remove sleep. So what I when I ask you to ask yourself how you're going to find these 30 minutes, you are going to have to remove something, but I don't want it to be sleep. You're going to have to remove a chore. You're going to have to remove a task. You're going to have to remove a habit. Ooh, I know that gets hard. So in order to get in the habit of spending time by ourselves, we actually have to remove other tasks. And this takes, you know, it takes effort. It takes planning. It's not going to just fall out of the sky. And so for me, I knew that this time for myself had to come in the morning before everybody woke up. And for me to do that, it meant I had to go to bed earlier because I have an important job. I have a job where I take care of other people and I, I, I need to get sleep. I need to get at least six to seven hours of sleep a night. And so for me, I had to start going to bed earlier, which meant that I couldn't do all the things I was doing for the family before bed from nine to 10. If I was going to try to get in bed around a nine o'clock, I had to eliminate that hour. Okay, what was going on in that hour? Well, I was packing lunches and I was going through backpacks and I was cleaning up the kitchen and I was doing laundry and I was organizing, you know, the kitchen or the mudroom area or the drop zone. Well, I had to stop doing that. So I had to hire people to help me do that the next day. And I had to have my kids make their own lunches. I had to change my life in order to give myself an hour of power. And so will you. But what I don't want you to do is take out sleep because sleep is so important. It's really important for our mood. It's important for our mental health. It's important for our cognition. 
So people that go to bed routinely earlier and sleep well, they have lower um, things like dementia. Um, they have a uh, lower percentage of, you know, um, uh, loss of uh, short-term and long-term memory, and they are healthier. They even have lower things like coronary artery disease. So sleep is really important. So please don't say, oh, Sasha says now I need to, you know, add 30 minutes a day by myself. So I guess I'm just going to take that out from sleep. (laughs) No, don't do that. Find those things that you're doing in your life that you honestly don't need to be doing and refer back to my outsourcing episode, because I give you some awesome tips on how to outsource. So you need that time alone. So what are you going to remove? Ask yourself that this week, what are you going to get rid of? There's probably things you do every day that you don't even think about that you don't need. I would ask you, and I would challenge you to get rid of television. If you're somebody who likes to unwind by watching television at night, that's really not unwinding. That's not going inward. And I know a lot of people who watch television every day. And I, I think that I would challenge you to get rid of it. I gave up television a number of years ago. I don't watch television. I do watch Netflix when I travel and things like that. Sometimes I'll have it on in the background if I'm working on something, but very rarely do I actually turn. I I don't remember last time I turned on the television. So I would encourage you to just get rid of that. If that's something that you can get rid of, um, you know, meal prep, maybe it's meal prepping that you can get rid of. Maybe you can hire someone to help you meal prep, but give yourself that time alone and then look at your screen time. How much time are you spending on social media? How much time are you spending staring at your phone? How much time are you checking work emails? I was just talking to someone who has a a huge job. This person's a CEO. And I was saying, like, they were asking me, you know, would you ever want to be a CEO? And I said, honestly, I don't think I could do it because I don't, I don't know how I would protect my time to myself. And this individual told me that they turn off all email at seven o'clock. They turn off their phone. 7 p.m., they don't check email. They're only available for emergencies. So from 7 to 10 PM, they are with their family. They're with themselves. They're, they're spending time exercising, whatever it is. And I was like, that is so cool. And they said, you know, I, we just know that if I, this individual said, if I know that if I get on the phone and look at my email, then I will work, I will work from eight to nine or eight to 10. So I just don't do it. It's a solid rule. I put my phone down and I plug it in and I don't touch it. And I love that because that's really healthy boundary setting. So that's removing something. I mean, this individual removed checking their email and being on their phone from seven to 10 PM. So what is it that you can remove? How can you get time alone? Especially if you have other people that you're living with, it is so important to spend time by yourself. I can't even express how important it is to spend time by yourself. It's vital to our mental health that we spend time alone in our house, in our mind, in ourselves, thinking about our priorities and planning. So in the masterclass that I teach, I find this concept so interesting of this time alone. Because what happens is I have the women do homework. And when they first start the first week or two, they really define their goals. And the more that they spend time with themselves, because they have to spend about 30 minutes a week at minimum alone doing the homework, their goals change. Who they are changes in their own mind. The more they spend time with themselves, do you know what they get? They get courage. They get courage to live their passion. They don't get it from me. They don't get it from the other women in the class. The courage to live their authentic self and to pursue their passion and their goals and to actually have the courage to write down their true goals comes from spending time alone. 
So if you're feeling discouraged in your life right now, if you're feeling you know, stuck in your life right now, if you're feeling disengaged, if you're feeling burned out, if you're feeling like you don't know what your goals are, the answer isn't to read another book or listen to another podcast or, you know, attend another conference. The answer is most likely being by yourself. And the class that I lead, I make you do that. And, you know, I teach the class and it's funny because they're all these people are overachievers. <laughs> so everybody does the homework and I love it because the homework is honestly going inside and spending time with yourself. So what I find is that time by yourself unleashes inner courage. I'm going to repeat that time by yourself unleashes your inner courage. So how cool is that? How cool is it that the, the, the thing that you need to do is actually free. It's spending time by yourself. It doesn't cost anything to spend time by yourself, with yourself, unplugged, alone, with a piece of paper in a journal. And I talk to women and they say, well, I'm not really a writer, Sasha. I don't really like to write. Well, this isn't about writing. This is about thinking. And this is about planning. And this is about living, living your life to your fullest. So having the courage to be by yourself is so courageous because that's where you actually understand yourself. And that's where you start thinking about all the things that you've wanted to do. And that's when you start breaking down the obstructions and those internal and external constraints, but it all starts with time by yourself. And so I want to do a little self-reflection right now. I want to talk about where do you begin? How do you begin this? So first I told you find three pockets of 30 minutes this week where you can go off the grid. Okay. The second step is figure out what you're going to remove to give yourself those three 30 minute pockets. If you can do it this week, you can do it next week. Resist engaging during that time. And then ask yourself these three questions. How am I doing mentally? And if it's good, why is it good? And if it's not good, what is causing me anxiety or stress or sadness or just feeling in a funk or just feeling stuck? And then the third question, what would make me become unstuck? What could I do? Could I, you know, change a specific area of my job? How, what could bring me joy? Is it joining a class? Is it getting out and going for a walk and being in the sunshine this week. Just start small, really, really small. These are simple questions to ask yourself and you will be amazed at, you know, what comes when you actually have the courage to be alone with yourself. And then you have the courage to keep your own promise. You know, sometimes when I'm in my hour of power, I will say to myself, okay, this week it's going to be really nice outside. And I just want to, I just want to have, you know, 20 minutes outside this week where I'm by myself in the sunshine. And I'm going to maybe try to shoot for two 20 minute walks this week. And man, if I get that done, I feel so good about it. It's like constant gratification when you keep promises to yourself. So start with some simple promises. Maybe it's getting rid of some tasks that you don't want to be doing at work. Maybe it's having the courage to confront somebody. Maybe it's having the courage to confront yourself. But these are all things that happen when you spend time by yourself and when you spend time alone. And I don't want to, um, you know, keep ranting about this, but it is so, it's so important to spend time by yourself because that's where your inner courage is. 
So I got a message from a woman this week who uh, listens to my podcast and she said, Sasha, I just want you to say, tell you that I think I really enjoy listening to your podcast, but there's a couple things that you mispronounced. And I laughed really hard because I thought, of course I mispronounced them. I'm human. (laughs) So if you're listening and I mispronounce things, I'm really sorry, but I I honestly am not going to go back and try to, you know, she's like, I just thought you'd want to know where, so you could go back and edit. Actually, I don't. Um, I'm not a perfect podcaster and I'm not a perfect human. So I'm just going to leave those errors in there. Um, but thank you. Thank you for pointing those out because, um, I probably won't mispronounce them again. So I appreciate that. But I just wanted to tell you that, you know, this is who I am. This is the authentic Sasha. I have four kids. I have a dog. I have a spouse. I work full time. I also run a side organization. I don't have the time to go back and edit and make my podcast (laughs) perfect. And I don't have to, you know, I don't take some enunciation class. I'm a human just like the rest of you. So this is what you get. So I want to encourage you to really do that hour of power this week. Find those three 30 minute pockets of, you can totally do it. I know you can, if I can do it, you can do it. And I also want to encourage you, if you are thinking about signing up for the spring 2019 masterclass, check it out. The masterclass is so fun. It's awesome. I take about 25 women through the class and it's everything from setting your goals, work-life balance, negotiation, how to set healthy boundaries, how to get out of difficult relationships, how to have positive relationships with those people in your workplace, and really how to just advance yourself and your own goals, whether they're personal or professional. The class is fantastic. You are part of a small group where you get access to me and um, also access to about 25 other fabulous women who are all going through the similar curriculum. You can do it on your own. It's all online and you can do it when it is most meaningful and applicable to you to get the work done. But then we also have some accountability, which is awesome. So once a week we check in with each other. And I can tell you that the two classes that I've led so far have been so rewarding and so awesome. So I just want to encourage you to check that out. You can check it out on becomebraveenough.com under classes and then go to masterclass and you can click on the picture of me and on there and it'll give you kind of the rundown of the class and all the course, or you can email me at Sasha at becomebraveenough.com. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and make sure you do your hour of power and live brave. This has been an HSG production.